Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. This is Water Cooler Chat Episode 29, The Holdovers. Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. Uh, today we're going to gather around the water cooler and have a chat about the movie The Holdovers. We decided to take a look at movies we think might get nominated for Best Picture at the upcoming Academy Awards. And this one's getting a lot of buzz. This is a movie starring Paul Giamatti, where he is a teacher at a boarding school. And he and a few students are stuck over break um, at the school. Matt, why don't you tell us what you thought of this one? I really liked it. I was thinking about it this morning. I thought we'd get more with some of the other kids that are held over initially, but it really becomes just three characters you're focused on. I really enjoyed it. Zach, what'd you think? I also really liked it. I've liked the director, Alexander Payne, and uh, and most everything that he's done before this. And I've also really liked Paul Giamatti throughout his career. But I, I think the really refreshing thing about this after watching... <sighs> lots of other other movies is how it has a really great arc where the character I'm talking specifically about Paul Giamatti, but each one of the characters has their own their own little subtle things uh, and some not so subtle. But uh, but for for Paul Giamatti's character, Paul Hun, Hunham, 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 Hunham. 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 Paul Hunnam. Uh, oh, I think a, it's I think it's Hunham. Hunham. Maybe it's Hun Hun Am. Hun Am. Maybe Hun Am. Anyway, Zach. Don't let us distract you from your your salient points here. Go he's, ahead. He's a teacher, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, like you guys said, he or like Spoiler you said, Matt, alert. he. He gets held over, uh, and he's not supposed to be held over. Uh, there's this other other teacher that makes up some BS um, thing, like the, his his mother's in the hospital or something. Lupus, lupus. And mother has lupus. Mother has lupus. Yeah, everybody knows it's BS, but it's just his way of getting out of. Except of for Doctor House. Yeah, Doctor House is always going to think about lupus and then dismiss yeah. it. It's never yeah. lupus. Paul Hunnam uh, gets uh, stuck with the kids. And yeah, and like you said, Matt, there, there's a bunch of kids at first, but then it really gets kind of narrowed down to this Angus character who was supposed to go to, I think, St. Kitts yeah. with his family. And then his mom calls him at the last minute and says, nope, that's not happening. Um, she's She wants to go and be with the uh, stepdad character and do their own thing. So yeah, it it, uh, it goes from there, and and the the way that the characters are at the beginning uh, is not how they end up at the very end. But there's there's extreme growth and extreme change that is is very meaningful and appropriate. Most mostly very logically thought out. Uh, the I thought the the writing on it was really good. The dialogue, the the scenes, the way things played out made a lot of sense. I also like the uh, the humor that just kind of kind of comes periodically the very subtle humor uh, i think one of my favorite parts is when the angus character is running away from paul and he goes and and ju- uh jumps on the trampoline thing to, to <laughs> vault over the the pummel horse whatever that thing is yeah. and, and it, 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 it's just so you know kind of off the cuff and then he dislocates his shoulder it's little little moments like that that i think are are uh, are really great um i also really really liked the um the 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 cinematography on it it had this this very 70s feel to it um mm-hmm. 
and I, and it was very intentional, you know, like the the way that yeah. they the soft lighting, uh, film grain, the the little little bits of imperfections, you know, the things that you would get often in 70s films that you just don't see very much anymore because everybody's so meticulous about cleaning up the frame and and you know digital noise reduction and making everything look so pristine and but I, I, I liked that the way that they did that so that it made you feel like you, it was it was of that time period even though it wasn't it was a new new production so uh, I also liked uh, divine joy Randolph's um, role. Oh, as she was the, great. Uh, yeah, uh, she she was the uh, the one of the uh, cooks in the um at at this the head uh, cook Barton Academy is what it's called, and she lives there the whole time, and and she had her own little little story things about how her her son um, died not too long before this, and so she was still kind of grieving and still kind of dealing with her own stuff while all this other other things were playing out. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a a really great drama with um with uh some little pepperings of comedy and and um and it had the, you know, this kind of nice ongoing sort of Christmas theme uh, even though it wasn't really I wouldn't really call it a Christmas movie it was just it had that sort of you know it's happening around Christmas time happening around the holidays type of thing going on so those are my thoughts um, Dave what do, what do you got on this one I really liked it as well um, it was a little slow getting started but um, <clears throat> Paul Giamatti is one of the great actors of, of our time and I absolutely love him and just about everything he does I think he portrayed Paul Hunhan Hunham uh, as <laughs> I get it right perfectly his character development of the arc that he uh, he goes through is is really really interesting Mary Lamb the uh, the Mary Lamb character is really good too the actor Divine Randolph is in if I'm not mistaken she's in Only Murders in in our yes. building right yeah she is mm-hmm. and that's kind of a a stilted role I don't think she gets much opportunity to do much, but she the little bit that she does is is always enjoyable. So it was nice to see her be able to to expand her her repertoire and you know show that show that she's actually a really good actress. And even the kid did a good job. Um, I don't know how old Dominic Sessa uh, is when I call him a kid. He's twenty one years old, so <laughs> not a kid exactly, but he plays a child, you know, a teenager. I thought he was great. I loved. <laughs> the the scene where the where he jumps you know he does the vault in the gym was great but i think the best part of that was when they're all sitting around for dinner that night and then the uh, custodian comes in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i saw the darndest thing or whatever he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that was a you know that was it was what 20 minutes later, you know, and then it had this great callback to earlier, just this great moment to introduce yep. that character. And uh, it, was, <laughs> it was real good. Um, Dan, what did you think? I could go on listening scenes forever. What did you think, Dan? I really liked it. Um, this is very much a 70s. I think it's it evokes the 70s visually, but I think it's meant to be like a 70s style relationships movies, which something that uh, Alexander Payne does well. Famously, you know, with he's worked with Giamatti before in Sideways, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite movies. Another movie that's funny without having punchlines. You know what I mean? Like it's just yes. situationally funny. But yep. not in a sitcom kind of way. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the acting was great. You guys mentioned Divine Joy Randolph. She was tremendous. I like I liked her restrained version of grief. Yeah, it wasn't over the top and obvious, but it was leaking out of her 
despite her efforts to to not give into it. Dominic Sessa is the guy that played you you mentioned. Uh, he's twenty one. Yeah, he plays the, the the main kid. I think he's supposed to be like eighteen or something. He's a first time actor who was just found on campus as they on location where they shot it. Tremendous considering he's never acted before. Yeah. Um. He holds up. He holds up his end of things. Giamatti's great. You know, just you got to give him. You got to give him a good role. The the scene I laughed the loudest in, although the other ones were great, was when uh, they're at the bowling alley and uh, Dominic is asking him about his lazy eye, and then he says, "I don't know which one is it," and he stares at him and But they all have their weaknesses and their frailties and their vulnerabilities, and they find a way to you know help each other out a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit, and then at the end when old Hunham jumps on the grenade and basically takes the blame and lets the kid stay in school. It's a moment of growth for him. Maybe it's a chance for him to get jarred out of his, you know, he had this sort of cushy ish position that he didn't maybe arguably technically deserve because of the sympathy of a a previous, you know, employer Mm -hmm. and he gets jarred from that. And now maybe he'll, he'll go do something, you know, instead of just talk about doing things or teaching. So I think there's growth for for everybody. It seems like Mary Lamb is able to take a step towards letting go, you know, a little bit of of her son by going to visit her sister with give her the uh, some of the accoutrements that she doesn't need anymore. Some of her keepsakes for her sister's own children or soon to be. I, I believe she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, she's pregnant. It's it's been a couple months since I saw it now, so I don't remember every detail. But but yeah, it was extremely well acted. No, no new ground was broken here, really, right? I mean, it no, was right. no, very straightforward. Not. Nothing. There's no, no, no swerves. No like plot, real shocks. There's nothing crazy. It was just well written, well directed, well acted, and enjoyable. Yeah, and, and also not too. It's bittersweet, which is my favorite kind of movie. It's not all happiness, right. but there's there's some growth, as you guys mentioned. There's some positive steps that have taken, but not not everything is solved either. They yeah. each still have burdens, but they're taking a step in the right direction. And I thought that was, it's just, it's just a good, warm feeling movie with a little bit of acid in there because, you know, Alexander Payne always has a little bit of bite in his movies, but this has surprisingly small amounts of bite to it. I thought it was mostly just sort of warm and enveloping. That was really good. I really liked it. All right. Well, do we want to move on to uh, nomination predictions or does anybody have more to say about it or? I just want to say that Angus's mom and stepdad are just god awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Like, I cannot find one redeeming characteristic. She blows her son off so she can bang her new husband <laughs> over Christmas break. Yeah. And then um, she's upset because her ex-husband, who's in an insane asylum, yeah. um, now has to be moved. And that's an inconvenience to her because her son went and visited his dad like, right i just everything about them is just god awful yeah but they're, at the same time her her dad his dad her ex-husband is genuinely dangerous to to others and himself right. and so i can see why she doesn't want things stirred up i don't think she's right i don't think threatening to send him to military schools the right choice but you know he's acting out because he's not you know, because he lost his dad, essentially, yeah. and his mom moved on, you know. So I can understand that they're frustrated with them, even if they're not handling it super well. So Giamatti and Randolph both got, uh, I believe they both won their acting 
awards that they were not the Golden, uh, Globes. Golden Globes. Yeah, uh, I think he was lead actor and she was supporting actress. And uh, I think those are well deserved. And I won't be surprised one bit if either of them get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he mm-hmm. sh- and Paul Giamatti should win just for the lazy eye alone. I mean, oh, like, how yeah. did he make that work? That's incredible. It's gotta, it's gotta be CG, right? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. You would think, but yeah, I don't, he doesn't, I, I watched him in a couple of interviews after control. that. So I was thinking, does, cause in the first half of the movie, you're thinking, Oh, did I just never notice that Paul Giamatti has a lazy eye? <laughs> right. You know? And then later on I was like, no, that's, uh, how how could they possibly have done that? And when you look at, watch him in interviews, he doesn't have a lazy eye. So no. I'm sure that that was, that was a little yeah. bit of CGI, but if he if he did it himself, then yes, bonus points for uh, for body control. Gretchen thought it could be a contact too. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah, just they, be something they, physically on his eye. Okay, yeah, that could they, be. They, yeah, I'm not they, sure how they yeah, did it. They have like full eyeball contacts that they can put on. Oh, gross. Yeah, gross is right. <laughs> but honestly, I just want him to win so I, we can get another shot of him with his award at In and Out Burger, <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. which which is a callback in a way to the end of Sideways when he uh, opens his bottle of wine at some little fish you know fish and chips place or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Spoiler um, so, alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what do we think about the uh, like costume design and makeup and all that stuff? It's not really get, flashy, I think, which makes me think it it'll probably get pushed out by yeah. like period pieces. And I can think of a bunch of other movies that will definitely get nominated. And I'm not sure there's room for the more subtle 70s thing. Um, yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I might be wrong. It was all very appropriate for the yeah. story oh, that yeah. they were telling. It just yeah. it. I mean, it's one of those things when you do your job really good, people don't notice it. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, like I was, con- you could have told me that this movie was filmed in the seventies with people wearing their normal attire, and I believe you. Which yeah, is you didn't a know any of the actors. You you would think so, yeah. Which is a testament to the quality of of these, you know, aesthetic aspects of the uh, movie. But yeah. like you said, Dan, none of it's flashy. It's not like uh, right. It's not like Victorian era or some big sci-fi production or anything like that. So yeah. Whether it deserves it or not, I suspect they won't. There'll be other ones where it's like, oh, we got to give it to, you know, to this or that, you know. No, Zach, you said you really liked the cinematography and I I agree. (laughs) Do you think it'll get nominated for that, though? Probably not. No, I I think it's the same type of thing. It's 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 not flashy enough. There there's nothing really that exciting about it. it excites me, but only because you know, as, as I watch so many films and I see something that's outside the norm, something that where I can I can tell that they were trying to do a thing for a, a specific reason, and I I like that about it. But I, I don't think that's gonna catch any you know award nomination people aren't going to aren't going to see that same kind of stuff and say hey that deserves an award they're right. going to leave that for like you mentioned you know the you know the sci the big sci-fi epics or the uh you know the the ones that are really trying to kind of paint a tapestry of visuals it's not going to be the oh you you know added some some filters on to to give a little bit of film grain and right. stuff like that. Yeah, it was very very expertly done. I, I liked how they captured both the sort of beauty and starkness and sort of dreariness of winter in the northern mm-hmm. U.S. You know, I, I yeah. thought that yeah. was yeah. It really, that it was really good. Ca- and we're you know we we are obviously 
we all grew up in uh you know in Michigan, so we we know what that looks like. And uh, yeah, I think they did a great job with that. Um, yeah, it just it just feels very natural the the whole thing from top to bottom. Yeah, I think we've come to a point in film where while this while this movie is very nice to look at, like this is kind of the minimum for acceptable. Everyone seems to be able to hit this this level of of uh, cinematography and with technology you with mean? technology, yeah, yeah. Um, so and and it is it's a very good looking movie, but yeah, it's nothing nothing out of the ordinary. All right, um, screenplay is this. Is this an adapted or an original? I know. Adapted, David, I believe. David Heming, Hemingston. I think. Maybe Hemingson. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking that because usually Alexander Payne writes his own movies. Maybe it is original. Yeah, it looks it looks original. Okay. Do we okay. think uh Hemingson deserves a nomination for for the writing? I think I it's really good writing. I wouldn't yeah. be mad if you got uh, it. I yeah. I have a feeling that that this particular movie is gonna get edged out in some of these areas that it, it it's worthy, but there, there will be others that are, are more, more likely to take, take it up. You know, yeah. it, Christopher Nolan, whoever wrote the killers of the flower moon, those ones are, are, I, I think guaranteed. And this is sort of like an, on the fence. It's, it's also his first, uh, David Hemmingson. It's his first, uh, uh, it's his writing debut, so he's never he's never written a screenplay before, according to this. Well, this 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 is a lot better of a screenplay than Oppenheimer, as as far as I'm concerned. I, I would say so for sure. So it looks like he has worked on television, but this is his first okay. actual film. So he does have experience, but um, not in the film area. I think it has a better shot at screenplay than it does at costuming and cinematography because mm-hmm. it's a very talky movie. So it has, I think it has a decent shot. I would say that is other than the acting, that is it's maybe its best chance other than best picture because there's 10 of them. You know, I, I right. feel like there's a real good chance it gets into best picture, yeah. which is, I guess, a good segue. I, I think that that's that's a real possibility. I think it's a likelihood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't doubt this gets nominated for best picture. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it wins. No, it's a very traditionalists movie. Like these days, the older members of the Academy are going to love the sort of um, traditional aspects of it. I think, and that'll that'll get it in. And it's just really well done, so I, it deserves it anyway. All right, uh, tell us what you think of the holdovers in the comments. Uh, like and subscribe. If you want more content like this, you can find everything we've done at 64tacos.com. And if you really liked it, go to buymeacoffee.com slash 64tacos, and you can buy us a taco. Thanks for listening. I caught it on audio. (laughs) 